Welcome to Friars in the Farm Podcast. I'm Donovan, and sitting with me is Roy. Oh, it's a beautiful day because is baseball day. is oh back. God, it's back. I, you know, didn't think it was going to be coming back. Was really, I had bet May. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking maybe toward the end of May. I thought it was going to take them a while, but all of a sudden, yeah. that one week, they got together, they knocked a bunch of stuff out, and they came to an agreement. So, yeah. Spring training is the camp is open. We see guys doing their routines. They're all talking about are there more wheels or doors in the world? Right. What was that? <laughs> That's probably going to be something during the season. We're going to see that during the season. Probably. Uh, you know, um, it's been a thing going kinda... around the internet. Somebody was asking me about that the other day at work. I'm like, what are you talking about wheels and doors? And then we're talking, well, drawers have, there's wheels on the slides in the drawers. And yeah. what about the cabinet doors? I'm like, oh my God. Define, d- right, define a wheel and define a door. Because there's all kinds of doors and there's all kinds of different wheels in the world. <laughs> but we're going off the rails. Way off the Already. rails. Already. But spring training is open. Camp is happening. Camp we is- have players doing drills. God, we, we have baseball content on Twitter besides everyone yelling at each other about what the Padres should do. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's other stuff to be interested in. But but another season, another, and I'm going to say it now, I, I think Mackenzie Gore has put it together. Well, I'm, we're I'm about to find out tomorrow. Really going to find out tomorrow. I'll be at work. Um, we'll probably, I don't know what we're going to do, how we're going to watch that game or listen to it after work. I'm coming home. We're throwing everything in the car and we're driving out to Peoria. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, so he threw live batting practice. Yeah. And apparently the mechanics are a lot quieter, even from what people were seeing a year ago. Yeah. So the leg kick is more subdued. His arm action is shorter. It sounds like he's been putting in a lot of work uh, with Ruben Niebla um, and the other guys uh, to try to clean things up. And it sounds like the stuff is there. He was hitting 99 in velocity. But the location, people seem to think that the location, the command, is back to where it should be. And that's, I mean, it's obviously just, I mean, it's a simulated game. There's no pressure. There's nothing going on. But what I was surprised with, um, even in 2019, when he was dialed in in Amarillo, he wasn't hitting 99. He would maybe rarely, maybe occasionally hit 98. He was 94, 93 to 96, you know. It never hit 98 very often. Mm -hmm. Um, But even... Even this year in the uh, Arizona Fall League, he was hitting 98, 99, you know, I'll bet with no, with, no, um, with no control. But now that velocity's staying there and he's hitting, you know, he's starting to have a little more control with it. Well, he's finally growing into his body. I mean, he, we forget how young he still is. Yes. So he's finally filling out. So there's been a lot of transaction activity yeah. going along. The, the Padres have signed a bunch of minor league guys. There have been some, uh, some retirements to announce and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I follow this account. Tom Baseball 29 is the handle on Twitter, but he calls himself my MILB Transactions. Yeah. And all he tweets out is minor league transactions, and it's a good way to kind of find out some things before they get announced. Um, so the Padres have signed the following players to minor league contracts. Right-handed pitcher Taylor Scott, right-handed pitcher Tyler Higgins, right-handed pitcher Ryan Lilly. So Taylor Scott, he is the first African-born player to pitch in Major League Baseball. He's born and raised in South Africa. Uh, he was drafted by the Cubs in 2011, right. pitched 16 and a third innings for Seattle and Baltimore in 2019, and then pitched for the Hiroshima Carp in 2020 and 21. So that's an interesting guy that's got a lot of experience, uh, probably going to go to El Paso. Um, and then the next guy, Tyler Higgins, he's another guy that went over to, to Japan. Uh, he was drafted by Miami, but he was with the Padres in 2019. So the name may sound a little bit familiar. Uh, uh, mildly. 
Yeah, he. I get him and Ben Higgins always mix up. Well, and I think he was involved with um, one of the minor league advocate uh, accounts. Okay. Remember when there's there more was more than baseball? There's minor league. One uh, of the, yeah, where they were trying to find assistance for particular minor league players. Okay. Um, so it's it wasn't adopt a MILB player. It was a different account. But I think he was involved with that. Anyway, he pitched for the Oryx Buffaloes in the Japan Pacific League from in 2020 and 21. Uh, 2.46 ERA. 81 strikeouts to 39 walks in 87 and two-thirds innings pitched with Oryx. So that's in Japan. It's a different quality, a different caliber of, of hitter. It's probably somewhere around double-A, maybe a little bit of triple-A quality. Uh, but still, that's a good walk-to-strikeout ratio. They got to know him really well in 2019, and so now he's back for another look. Um, he's somebody that could be like a dark horse to make the Major League roster at some point this year. You know, I, I'm surprised with a lot of the, the guys coming back from Japan and how... It seems to be this way in the signing of Nick Ramirez? Mark Martinez. Mark Mar- Yes. How how the guys go over to Japan, you know, they get so far here in the major leagues, see an opportunity in Japan where, you know, maybe they can continue to develop, make a little money, mm-hmm. and then come back and, you know, maybe it's a 4A kind of type of situation where you do. you Like, development isn't linear, you know, and particularly oh, with for pitchers. Sure. Um, it could be a non-linear. As we just talked about a second ago, not linear at all. Um, but having you guys come back, um, I think there's a lot of value in what they do over there. Because it seems like every time Japan plays in the World Baseball Classic, they're just they're, they're killing the pitching. Oh, they are. Absolutely. And you look at Pierce Johnson as a success case for that. Yeah. Or he, he started out his career as a starter, became a reliever, kind of kicked around in the majors, went over to Japan, figured out this hammer curveball. And then came back and has been a very productive reliever for the Padres. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan Lilly, he turns 26 in May. He was drafted by Miami in 2017, traded to Cincinnati. He saw time in double A in 2019 and 2021. Um, and then, so we have some sad news that the Padres released Julio Ochoa, Brandon Trammell, and Colin Dana. I remember the names. Colin Dana got, got as far as uh, Fort Wayne. Right. But not a whole lot of time. No. Um, and then some guys retired. So Zach Mathis, uh, Michael Curry, and you just told me before we got started that... Duanier, uh William Sutton. Yeah, that was a little surprising. I was surprised about Zach Mathis. We literally talked to the guy like three weeks ago. Right. And then, you know, um, it, it, it's um, he was living in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. His, his girlfriend's got a, a solid job. Um, maybe he just didn't want to make that trek. You know, it, it's... It's not a you know. It's just guys have their own journeys, right? Or, at some point, I think you you have to look at what opportunities you have. You know, how much playing time am I going to get? What's my path if I really want to make it to the majors? What are my chances? Right. Uh, and then you you realize that it's it's not a direct path. You're not no. one of these hop high top prospect people with you know they'll clear the way for you. He would have to work his butt off to get there, and so maybe he had an opportunity to take a different career path. Right. Absolutely. And you know and. With Michael Curry's retirement and the letter that he published on Twitter, yes. um, you see the the sausage in the making of the sausage of a major league player, yes. of a minor league player. Yeah. And, and so maybe he, um, it's funny because when we talked to him, we talked about van life and how he's got a van and Michael Curry is the one that kind of hooked him up with the idea of, you know, Curry now has a nice RV, um, living the van life, maybe 
you know, he kind of saw the, you know, the writing in the road with not only with the van life, but also with kind of like that path to the manager's like, do I want to do this? And that's not a knock on him. Mm-hmm. It, it's, um, it's just how that, how major league baseball works. Yeah. And it, how and it's, it's, it's too, it's a shame. Uh, cause there was a lot of bitterness in, in that letter. There was a lot of frustration and that's understandable, yeah. you know, and seeing other people getting opportunities where you feel like you're being passed up, um, yeah, and kind of reading into it, right? And it's it, it's one of the 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 bad parts of of the game, yeah. and it's just how it's been. And I don't know, I mean, I don't really see it changing, and it's yeah. too bad. But minor league baseball really does grind people up and spit them out. It does, it does, and that's because the game is so damn hard. Yeah, and, and your chances of it's, it's I kind of aching it to getting sober and going to rehab. Like the guys at rehab, they will teach you everything they know. They will show you the path of sobriety, um, but it's, it, you know, and it's your hard work, and a lot of times it's a lot of luck of staying sober. And sometimes you don't stay sober. Sometimes you relapse. You know, it's it's fits and starts, starts and stops, um, and it's just sheer. I, I really, uh, it's luck that I'm still sober. Um, I mean, I did a lot of work, and and that's fine. But you know, it's not guaranteed. Sure. And if now with the with the draft going to twenty with with twenty rounds, you know your twenty your twenty through fifteen your twenty through ten guys aren't going to get the looks as much as the ten through one guys. Right. And the more money, you know, that's the way it is. The more money they invest in you. If Mackenzie Gore was a fifteenth round guy, had some promise, but had the troubles that he did, I'm not sure if they would still have him on or if they would be working as hard to keep him. Or getting back on the right track if he was like a 15 or 20 round guy. Right, right. And that's just the way it goes. It's mm-hmm. how much money we put into this kid. It's not how much potential he has. Yeah. And that's, you You would, that's, I mean, the dreamer in you. You you, right. you want to see the the kid that's busting his butt and, and you know, gets a shot. But that doesn't always happen. Yeah. It's, it's too bad. All right, so we're uh, we're rushing through this uh, but that's because we have a long interview with Raul Padron that was a lot of fun and we're going to we're going to kick that to you in a minute here uh, but before we get there um, I wanted to share a little bit from this article that AJ Casavell put out so we're talking about signings yeah. uh, the Padres signed Brian Watley who was a infielder in the Phillies organization um, he wound up getting a cup of coffee with uh, the Phillies in 2018 and 2019 yeah. as a third baseman. Uh, but now it sounds like they're going to bring him in and possibly try to convert him to a catcher. So AJ Castavell put us an article. It's called Padres sign Walding eyeing position switch, former Phillies IF or Inks minors deal aims to convert to catcher. That's a, that's a mouthful of a title. <laughs> well, and, it, and it's funny how, you know, with the signing of, um, with Alfaro and we have Nola, we have Caratini and obviously we have Luis Camposano, to just bring some of that depth in. And with guys that we talked about Raul with and we've talked to in the past, Chandler Seeger, um, you know, Fernandez. These guys, we have catching depth in there. So to get this guy to transition so late in his career, I think is a godsend for him. But it's also maybe showing uh, a little bit of the organization's hand with we need more depth. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and particularly in the upper minors. Mm-hmm. So it says here, Walding was coming off a roller coaster minor league season in the Angels organization without a team and without a clear path to the majors. He reached the big leagues with the Phillies in 2018 and 19, but played only sporadically, going one for 19, 14 strikeouts. The one hit was a 300, 435 foot monster shot. Um, 
gets the opportunity with the Padres. Yeah, so Walding says he turned a bit of a corner late last season at AAA Salt Lake and the Angels organization. After a swing overhaul, he batted 304, 382, 620 in September. The Padres are hopeful those swing changes stick and that Walding is able to tap into his above average exit velo when he makes contact. So I don't think they're necessarily trying to turn him into a catcher full time. It's right. just adding another tool to his bag. Yeah. So, okay, he can play third base. He's played a little bit of first, a little bit of left field. Uh, but if he could be an emergency catcher or something like that, it's just another opportunity that you know might get him into, even if it's just in AAA. Yeah. But he's got some major league experience, so you never know. And you need more than... You need all forty of those guys to to you know to make it through the season. I think Bob Melvin talked about that. It's right. not about the twenty six guys on the field. You know the Fernando Tatis that hurt himself. It's the whole organization. Oh, uh, why'd you have to bring that up? Because um, Debbie Downer. Womp womp. Uh okay. So the obviously the Padres released their list of non roster invitees. Yeah. Usually we see this like in December or oh January. God, yeah. Now it was like last second they they dropped it. Uh, but I, there were some notable pe- names on there that I thought were were interesting, so I listed them out here. So Carlos Belen is the first guy on the list. Yeah, he's been with the Padres organization since I want to say 2013. Well before we started the podcast. Man. Yeah, he's been around a long time. He was drafted as an infielder, and now he's a pitcher. Yeah, and I I've never gotten a chance to lay eyes on him. No, uh, but I just you know I keep seeing his name, and I know that he can pump gas. So now he's with the big league team. Yeah. So that that kind of is a little bit of a clue that they're looking at him. He might have a chance. We need the depth. We need that. We need the depth. And that's oh, all it is. Big um, time. Daniel Slamarena, um, Jose Castillo. Obviously, Jose Castillo, they really hope is going to turn. A, this is a guy that really needs to turn a corner this year. Right. Having the injuries, just setbacks, the, the flashes of, holy cow, look what we got. To the injury, mm-hmm. so and you know the interviews that he had that I, saw, I read in the paper was he need, he wants to show the Padres, he wants to show San Diego what he can do. He feels like he owes them a debt. Yeah, and that's you you want guys like that. You also root for guys like that because you know, like that gif hit that two seamer that he threw the Dodgers like three years ago still won't go away. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Cops, yes, um, Kevin Cops with that nasty slider. Yeah. Jesse Shulton's a longtime contributor and a, a guy I think could probably contribute this year mm-hmm. uh, in the bullpen somewhere. And Matt Waldron, who we've talked to. Yeah, the knuckleballer. Yes. So did you see that uh, Bob Scanlon was tweeting out a couple of pictures? He showed the, the catcher. I think it was Brandon Valenzuela, actually. And he had the ca- the catcher's mitt, but it was a really thin one. And it had the big open web because it was like a knuckleballer's. Right, right. It's like a large first baseman's glove. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Okay, so then infielders, you've got C.J. Abrams. So the young kid in camp gets to yep. have a chance. And now that Tatis is injured, womp, womp, uh, he's going to have an opportunity to get some starts. Uh, Matt Batten, friend yes. of the podcast. And Absolutely. Adderlin Rodriguez is back for another go-around with the team. The Adderlin Rodriguez is kind of interesting. I'm really excited about Matt Batten. He's one of those – he's quiet. He just keeps hitting. Mm-hmm. He keeps playing. He's not flashy. He's not, you know, big name. He's not going to be on any top prospect list. But I think he's one of those hard-nosed, hardball kind of guys that, you know, is an injury away from actually making a making a making the case for making the team. Right. He he does he does everything well. Yeah. He he can hit pretty well. He can defend anywhere on the diamond. He's a smart runner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a heady kind of a guy. So he's you know, if you need somebody to go in in a pinch running and you know he's not going to run into an out, yeah, he's a good guy for that. Yeah, and I certainly think that 
when the season starts, if one of those, if Kim goes down or if Cornerworth goes down, that they pick him up before they let CJ come up. Right. I think CJ does need that AAA experience. I think mm-hmm. he needs a little more seasoning. Well, and um, Aggie Rosario is on the 40-man roster now, too. So there it is. He's got an outside chance at, making the, at breaking camp yes. with the team now that Tatis is, is on the shelf. Okay, and then outfielders. Taylor Colway has earned an invite. Absolutely. Uh, Nomar, Mazar, uh, Nomar Mazara, f- former longtime major leaguer. So he's an outside kind of a chance to make the fourth outfielder spot, it seems. And then Trace Thompson. So that is uh, his, his brother is... Jace! No. No. Forward for the the Warriors. I don't follow any other sport. Yeah. (laughs) A basketball guy. Yeah. Fantastic. (laughs) His name's escaping me. Well, and you have your no Jorge Ona. Yeah, no Jorge Ona is with the minor league team, uh, the minor league camp. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. He's... He's had Major League Service time a little bit. You would think that he'd get the invite, but he was held over there. Don't know why. Yeah. Well, we talked a little bit about that with Raul. Yeah. He, I mean, he didn't really have a good answer. He didn't know either, but right. yeah, it's just interesting. But I think it has, yeah. I think they was only a short amount of time to get the Major League guys up to Major League quality. Mm-hmm. So nobody's allowed to ride a motorcycle. Ever again. <laughs> Ever <laughs> stay off the motorcycles, and right after that news comes out, then the next day they've got like seventeen guys piled on a golf cart, and the ah, with CJ Abrams was on the back of that thing. Yeah, and, and Kim and <laughs> and I know. What are you guys you, thinking? You know, I did a lot worse things when I was twenty-two, right? Um, and we see this kid playing, having the best life in the Dominican Republic, and. It's unfortunate that it happened during the lockout because there's that gray area. And I guess apparently you could have gone and saw him. Right. But you trust him. You you know, it's like crypto. You want to trust but verify with, with him. Okay, you're not hurt. But, you know, we're going to send a guy down just just in case. Because if, you know, the athlete is always going to downplay his injury. The pitcher on the mound who's not doing that well will like, yes, I still want the ball. Right. You know, they're going to want to compete. And... I think they should have used better judgment there and send a guy down there anyway. Yeah, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Always twenty twenty. And he's the leader of the pack. Yeah. Vroom vroom. vroom, vroom. Uh, but it, it's a scaphoid bone, so it's one of the tiny little bones in your wrist. I would imagine it's something that didn't give him a whole lot of issue, but it's on the left hand when you swing the bat and that knob rolls over. Yeah. That's where you're putting all that pressure on those tiny bones in your wrist. So usually it's the hamate bone that people, the guys injure. Right. Uh, but the scaphoid's right in that same area. So huh, such is life. Yes, yeah, such is life. So let's uh, let's bring on Raul Padron in our fun interview with him. Well, good to see you again. Absolutely. Great to see you. How have you been? All good, guys. I've been doing good. You know, having a long days, fun days, but it's been good. It's been good. All right. Well, you're on a, you're on a tight schedule, so, yeah, so we should so get, let's, uh, hit the record button and let's, uh, let's roll. One. Wait, did you, is it recording? It's recording. We're not going to go buddy read on this. Okay, we are three, two, one. Hey, we're joined here with AA hitting coach Raul Padron. Good to have you back on the podcast, Raul. How you doing? Good, guys. Thank you for the invitation. And, you know, it's a, it's a pleasure to be with you guys again and, and, and enjoy a little bit of you guys and, and, and have a talk. 
Hey, before before we get started, and I, I really want to know what you do in the off season. Like, like, do you just hang out with the family? Uh, do you coach on the side? Do you, do you drive go, for Uber? Do you go horseback riding. <laughs> well, I do I do a little bit of everything. Let's say let's let's put it that way. You know, we have to uh, we have to stay in touch with our with our players. You know, obviously. And then, you know, there, there's out there some time to, to do some lessons. Sometimes we got time, you know, maybe we visit one of our players, you know, see how they doing stuff like that. And definitely I ride some horses with my daughter and some ah. good friends that we have around, around oh, the house. You, you actually <laughs> do ride horses. I was just joking. Yes. <laughs> so how does that work? Do they like divide all the players up and you get assigned a certain group of guys that you keep in touch with? Yeah, normally, you know, with the guys that you work during this during the year, pretty much, you know, every every coach and, and every level, you know, we, we we stay in touch with them just to see how they're doing and, and all that, you know, just to make sure that, you know, that they are doing something and, and that we care about it as well. So um so God, so, so you're at Peoria. Now, how long have you been in Peoria right now? Since uh, well before the lockout, yeah. Well, Peoria is it's awesome now that everything, you know, is, is good to go. You know we're about to start games. I uh, can't wait. You know we've been we've been here for a while with the with the mini cam and all those guys. You know they've been grinding and excited. You know they're super excited and you know the, now that the whole group is is here, so it's kind of nice to to get it going, man. I, it was it took a long time. Yeah. So what's a typical day like for you? You got I mean, you, there's classroom stuff, there's meetings, there's you know on field. So take us through what a, what a day is like in Peoria right yeah. now. It's it's uh you know it's it's a very 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 good day that we have you know especially for the players you know we all we always have a uh, some some speakers you know at the house you know like really 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 good stuff you know teaching them how to do things you know like you know sharing some life experience I think that's that's huge for these younger kids you know it's only like we have some guys that are seventeen you know eighteen years old you know they they it's it's, it's nice for them to listen to this stuff so we start with you know, sometimes with that stuff, sometimes we finish with that stuff, you know, at the beginning for them, it's just to get the, get the activation going, you know, and then, then we have some meetings, short meetings, you know, what we're going to do today. And then, uh, you know, we get with the, we get the day going and starting at the cage. Then we go from there, you know, towards some defense and hitting VP on the field, maybe some life, maybe a little sim game, stuff like that. So you don't, um, so you don't just, you're not during Peoria. You're with all players from from the guys, the Dominican to the A ball guys. You 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 don't just go with the double A guys, yeah? Yeah, no, for sure. At the beginning, we 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 are all we all together. You know, all those kids. You know, even from from the DR. You know, like they they spend some time here with us. Not all of them. You know, they they pick some you know different guys that they're a little older. You know, and. Uh, Guys that played last year in, in, in the summer bowl in the, in the Dominican Republic, but um, you know before before we get everything going, we definitely spend time with them just to get to know them a little bit, you know, help out a little bit with, with all their stuff. So that's how we that's how we do things before we separate things. All right. So are there uh, so when you're working defense, do you tend to work with infield group, outfield group? Where where are you when that's happening? Well, I'm with the hitting. You know, with the hitting department, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, I'm with the, you know, with the good stuff. <laughs> sometimes I'm with the catchers. You know, I spend time with the catchers because you know I was a, I was a catcher in the past, so you know I, I 
I always like, love to help those guys, you know, during the season, I, I, I guide them, you know, besides the hitter, I, you know, I take care of those guys, you know, there's only two or three guys maybe during the year. So I spend my time most, most of the time with the, the hitting department. So you're, you're always around the cage. Yeah. Always. You will never see me around out there unless we have BP. <laughs> or game. You know, you know who I want to ask about is uh, is Tristan Winellis. Um, you know, he has been in the system here going on God, this is gonna be his I think his fifth year in the system. Um, and if you get a chance to get a look at him, I mean, obviously he comes in, I'm sure he comes in looking like an Adonis, uh physique-wise, but how is he looking right now? And I'm kind of excited to have him this this year, you know. I I think we have a big expectation of him. You know, he have a great year in the Mexico Lee, I think he got, he's the rookie of the year over there last year. So I think he won the batting year. title there too. Yes, he did. He did. So, you know, I decided to have him, you know, obviously have a lot of things to improve, you know, but um, he's a great athlete, great kid, you know, and, and he wants to improve. He wants to get better. He wants to go to the big league. So I think he's willing to work and make the adjustments. So with somebody like him, are, is it drills that you're working on to try to, to adjust mechanics? Is it more of like an approach kind of a thing? Uh, you know, what, what's the process? <clears throat> yeah, all depends. You know, all depends on the hitter. You know, what type of hitter are they? And uh, you go from there. But, um, you know, we, we normally do a couple, couple drills just to help them to have a routine, you know, in the cage, routine out on the field. You know, we, we can guide them through the rounds, you know, what we're going to do. Depends on who we're facing that day, you know. We're trying to simulate a little bit, you know, and practice what's going to happen in the game. I know it's it's, it's far from 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 being the true, but you know, it's kind of close to to something like that. So you saw everybody last spring. Obviously, you worked with the guys in Double A last year, and now everybody comes back to camp. Um, I'm sure you see a lot of people whose body has changed a little bit, or you see something different about how they're moving. Um, is there anybody that kind of stands out to you that's that's made a, a, a significant change since last year? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I think one of those guys, CJ, you know, his body is is bigger. I think that was uh, that was one of the biggest concern for him, you know, since last year. You know, he got hurt. You know, he spent time a lot of time in the on the on the DL. So, but this year he looks different. He looks stronger. He looks fat. And uh, I mean, from my standpoint, he looks really good. You know, I decided to see what's gonna what he's going to bring the next this next week. You know, I think he's gonna have a good opportunity to show up. You know. Yeah, I, I heard Bob Melvin say something to the effect of since with Tatis out, it sounds like CJ is going to be getting most of the reps at shortstop. So we're going to get a lot of looks at him soon, starting yeah, tomorrow, actually. Yeah, it's exactly. That will be good for him. And uh, I'm excited for him. I think he's really excited about it. He wants that opportunity, you know, just to prove that he can, you know, that he can make the team, you know, let's put it that way. If, if, he's, if he goes and blows Bring training up. You never know. You, know, it's just, <laughs> you never know. Well, you know, and, and with, with with a guy like CJ that seems to be, you know, so much touted, so much pressure has been put on him with the national media and the local media. Um, how is he taking that? How do you feel? That, I mean, is he is he ready for that kind of responsibility, or is he still kind of learning how, uh, you know, kind of learning how to be a professional and to kind of just take the process and, and go with the process? Yes, he's definitely learning. You know, I think it's it's a long way to go for him still. But you know, like being around all those big leaguers right now, I think is going to help him a lot. You know, he obviously he needs to he needs to mature a little bit more. 
but I think, you know, this, this couple of weeks is going to be huge for him, you know, because he's kind of realized that he's going to be around players that have been playing for a long time this game. And, and you know, they go out right out by their, by their business, you know, like, but I think he's, you know, he's going to have to learn how to handle media, you know, how to handle all those things, you know, because like it all is going to come together, you know, yeah. and you you got to be a professional in and then outside. So, but he's he's in a good way, right? I think right now to, to you know, to be better on that stuff. What's he like to be around? Is he a, a high energy guy? Is he really low key? Is he like super outgoing? Is he shy? He's a guy that you will see a completely different person when the lights go on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like before that, you you will see a guy that is, you know, very relaxed, you know, a calm guy, like, you know, very quiet. You know, he, he likes to speak Spanish. He loves to be around, uh, you know, Latin kids and, and speak Spanish. Okay, yeah, hold on. Like, he speaks Spanish? He, he does a little bit, you know, like more right. than, than some guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> because he's always like trying to learn a word, trying to learn something every day in Spanish. So he's he's uh, he's funny on that stuff. But um, you know, like like I say, he's I mean, you know, a very quiet kid. You know, he don't. It's not very loud. But when the, when the lights go on, he's a he's a he's a beast out there. So one thing we talk about maturity. One thing that it seems like it takes a while to develop is learning how to keep an even keel. Uh, you know, not get too high, not get too low. You have a bad game. You have a bad at bat. You don't let it affect you outside of that moment. Um, how? What did you see out of him this year? I know he wasn't in Double A for long, but you got yeah. you got to spend some time around him. Yeah, no, he 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 actually did a pretty good job. Honestly, I was I was kind of impressed. Like he handled he handled that pressure very well. You know, he was he was doing fine. You know, obviously he had a couple of days that he was kind of struggle a little bit of the play and things like that, but. You know, he handled very good. You know, he was competing. You can see when then when there were guys like, you know, high prospect guys pitching, he definitely wanna wanna compete against those guys and show them that he was better. You know, I think I think that uh it's on his block, you know, that competitive is is is, is there. And uh, he handled it pretty good, you know, like he was he was on point with that stuff. Well, I was I was kind of surprised and uh not surprised, but you know, he's so young, you know, but you know, we we sped him to do that, so he did he did pretty well. So another guy that's that's always mentioned in the same sentence as him is Robert Hassel. Um, did, now he didn't come up to Double A, but you've gotten to spend some time around him at spring training. Um, what what do you see out of him as far as that competitiveness and the you know the ups and downs and all of that? Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned a good one because he actually came to spring training very very in a very good shape. You know, he, he, he looks like he works. He works hard this offseason, you know, and uh, he makes an adjustment. And to me, the kid seems a little more mature. You know, I, I didn't I didn't spend much time with him. But, you know, I saw him last year in the instructs a little bit. And now, you know, I have the opportunity to see him here with us. And, and it, it seems like he's ready to play. He's ready to, to do it again. You know, like he wants to prove that he's able to do it again. He's ready for the next level. So I think it just, you know, like it's on him now, like just to, you know, keep growing as a, as a player and, and as a person as well. Everything I read about him and watching him last year up in, in Elsinore, just the maturity level for someone so young, not only with uh, you know, the at-bats are, are just, they're not, he doesn't chase a lot. He, he controls the strike zone so well at such a young age. It was just, it was, a, it was almost a, just, you can see a huge difference between him and any other player in that, you know, in A ball, just 
a world of difference in the at bats. Yes, no, I mean it, it's it's different, you know. It's, this these times are, are are crazy, you know. You see so so many young kids doing that stuff, you know. That's like wow, you know. So sometimes they make us spit a little more, you know, because <laughs> wow, he's doing that already, you know. Okay, let's move on to the next step. But I think we 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 are the ones that we need to slow down a little bit. Like okay, no, we need to understand that he's just a kid still, you know, like. Maybe some guys, you know, are going to move on. Yes, but but not everybody, you know. So they're, they're all going to take their time. But, you know, he did so well. And, and you know, sometimes those guys just want to compete. You know, like Robert Hassel, CJ Allen, they just want to they just want to go out there and compete. They, they haven't understand yet, you know, like the spring training process, you know, like routine process, being a professional, you know, like all, do all those things. It's, it's come together with, with your profession, you know. It's, it's not like you're just going to go to the game and compete. I mean, right. we love that because that's hard to find. Right. But, you know, but so, now – yeah, go ahead. Well, just setting up a routine, getting – you know, becoming a professional baseball player, getting that routine, not wanting to skip the process and just, you know, work – you know, enjoy the process. Not not the, the journey as well, but um, – Well, it's it's on and off the field. Too. Yeah. It's you – know, what do you do in between games right. to prepare yourself for tomorrow? and eating properly and, you know, being on time and, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, it takes exactly. a while to, to learn how to do that. I mean, when I was 20 <laughs> years old, I was, I, there was no way. <laughs> yes. It's hard. I mean, it's hard because, you know, they, they're like, okay, uh, I do well in the game. So now what, you know, I got to do this. I got to be there at this, you know, it's like, but you know, both of them, those, those kids, I think that they, they have some improvement on that this year. You know, I think it's going to come at time because, you know, they're just kids. They want to prove they are so good. And, you know, they they already have, you know, but they, they want to continue to, to do that. You know, obviously they know if they continue to do that, they're going to move on and move on until they get to the big list, obviously. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just a process. And as soon as they start to, re- to realize it, like they need to do that no matter what. You know, besides to perform, I think that they're just going to be uh, really good players. You know, at the highest level. Okay, so somebody that's kind of at the other end of that of that path uh, that I've always liked is Eggy Rosario. Uh, you had him all last year. Uh, now he's with the big league club. He's on the forty man roster. Uh, we're going to get a bunch of looks at him soon. What can you tell us about about what Eggy's like on and off the field? Yeah, Eggy, man, Eggy makes huge improvements. To be honest, you know, like he's, he's another young kid. You know, but he's. He's, he's, he's another he's, – he's, he's completely different. He's a real freaking guy at the play, you know, like playing defense, running, hitting. You know, he's he's a guy that, that you will love to have in the lineup, you know, just to have that competitive that he has as well, you know. But but he has he has made some huge improvements, you know, like being like professional, you know, like do your thing, you know, prepare yourself. Last year was, you know, up and downs, up and downs, you know, like, you know, fighting against that little kid that he is, you know, because <laughs> he was still a kid. So he was just fighting against that stuff. But, you know, at the end of the year, he, sh- he shows some improvements. You know, he was able to to maintain his level, you know, instead of going like this, he was just like, boom, boom, you know, like kind of a little bit. That's, that's like perfectly, you know, for, for a baseball player. You know, with, with Eggy, uh, I remember when I was, when he was like Elsinore and I was high A, I would, you know, I'd go to the games and interview guys after the games, and he'd come walking through. Ah, no press, no press. <laughs> right in the middle of my interview with someone, I'm like, hey, say hi, Aggie. Hello, Aggie. Um, he's a real, he's a real fun guy as well. 
<laughs> no, yes. I mean, Iggy, Iggy's he's a, he's a person, you know, he's a personality. He's going to like, he wants to be the guy. That's for sure. I think he's going to be another guy this spring. is going to have his chance. You know, he's a little more mature. You have a little more baseball on his back, you know, and uh, who knows, you know, who can, who can be the guy to, to, to take off with the team and, and help out this, this first, this first few months, you know, like I think, we need we need some of those guys and 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 somebody is gonna have to step off and and you know play as a team come all together and, and and win some games. I mean, he can play second, third, shortstop. Yeah, yeah he can fill in all over the place. Uh, so when I pull up his stats, I see that he's listed at five nine, one hundred and fifty pounds. That one hundred and fifty pounds has got to be pretty old. Muscle. I, even when he was in, I in think like Elsinore, he was very no, I think that's, like that's probably when right? he signed. <laughs> he's you no, know, he's he's a dude right now. He's, yeah. he's got to be like around 180, 190 pounds, something like that. He's pretty built. Oh yes, oh, well, yes. And, and he's also playing. You know, when CJ got hurt, he stepped in the shortstop and oh yeah, and had the range and just. I mean, I think I think the, the national media was really surprised on how well he did. Maybe even a little bit in the organization, they were surprised on how well he hit, how well he played the field. Um, I'm surprised there's not more talk about him in the top prospect list for Baseball America, uh, you know, MLB Pipeline. Um, I hope from this year that he gets a little more recognition, not only in the organization, but also in, in the national press, just because like, I see it. And he's still young. He's still 20. He's the same age as Ted right? He's 22, yeah. right? Yes, 22. Yeah, he's around there. Yeah, he's still he's pretty young. Been- yeah, I mean – you know, when when CJ got hurt, I think he he felt like he was have to be the guy. You know, like to take that you know that 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 leadership on the shortstop. You know, I think he wanted it before. You know, as a player, you're gonna compete. You know, you know you have somebody that you know is, is a highest round. You know, it's a prospect, it's a good, really good player, and and you as well. You you challenge yourself to be you know better than him or trying to get, you know, and the send head, head to head, you know, and uh, he took, he, he took that challenge very seriously. I think after he started playing short stuff, he, he completely changed. Yeah, he, it, it makes a difference. It was, it was a different for him the last year. I mean, definitely. I think that was huge for him, you know, you know, regardless, he obviously he didn't want that to happen, but you know, when that happens, you have to step up as a player. It's like, okay, this is my, this is my door. This is my chance. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I got to use it, and, and 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 he did he did it right. Well, that's paying off for him. I am adding him to the forty yeah. man, spending time with the big league club, and now I, I could see him. You, know, I don't know about breaking camp with the team, but who knows if they need a an infielder at the end of yeah. the roster, he could definitely fill that role. No, I think so. I think I think I think you're right, man. I think he can help. He's a good hitter, you know. He's he's uh, it's gonna be hard for 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 pitchers to fool him, you know, because he got a lot of tools. He can bunt, he can run, he hit for power, you know, and, and I believe that he, he knows what his role is going to be if he makes the team, you know, and uh, that thing that's going to be very helpful if, if he's able, you know, to make that happen right now. He just want an opportunity, you know, have have a guy like that, you know, it's going to be a show in the field whenever they go out there and, and, and do their match. All right, so now I want to jump over to power. Uh, have you worked with Joshua Mears much? Well, not much, man, but oh. this kid, this kid, that's some real power. <laughs> sadly, sadly, you know, yeah, sadly last year he got he got hit by a ball and he's high during his instructor. So we didn't have much time. And this year again, he got hit in the 
he's harmed, so he he was out for a few weeks. He's he's good now, but that's impressive. That's power. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, it sounds like James Wood is is kind of in that same. Like he has the potential for that same kind of power. He's just so big and strong. Have you spent much time around him? Yes, yes, yes. I have. You know, like he struts again. I was here in in this spring. He was one of the guys that impressed me a lot. You know, he's it's, it's, it's such a tall guy. You know, with a with a shorter swing, you don't see that too often. You know, like that swing will play anywhere. You know, and and he have a really good idea what he's doing at the play. He's a great athlete. You know, such a good kid. You know, he wants to learn. Quiet. You know, very very professional kid. He is. He's another guy that I think is gonna knock at the door this this, this year. You know, like hey, I'm here. Watch out. You know, like it's it's he's. I think he should have a great year this year. So, so with guys that big, I mean, they don't come around very often. As a hitting coach, what do you like? What does he need to do with the long reach that he has to kind of, you know, to 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 make it to the majors? So, what do, what, are the, what kind of the adjustments that he has to do? And adjustments, but some of the things he's got to learn about his body because the strike zone is so tall for yeah. him, and he's yeah. got to yeah. cover so much, and his arms are long and all that. No, I know, I know, but honestly, this guy is like, like, like I say before, he's just, he has a, such a short swing. It's like it's it's a, it's a perfect swing, you know. Like you don't you don't miss with that swing, honestly. You just like trying to teach him like how to have a better approach, you know. Teaching how to make a good plan, you know. Build your plan before, way before you start, you know, a series, you know. Before if we if we have information, obviously, you know, like. But obviously, we're gonna have that information the biggest. So that's why we you know we train them for that, you know. During the season, we might have some information three weeks or four weeks later. But, you know, but anyways, we, we, we trying to, you know, build that stuff here, you know, like have some pitches report, you know, these guys have this, these guys have that, you know, let's try to see the ball up, you know, he's so tall. I don't think he's going to have any problem with it. <laughs> with the upper fastball, he's going to crush it. So they're going to have to make him chase down. Well, I, you know, I don't know if you saw it the other day on, on Twitter, but the, uh, the, the uh, Savannah Bananas had a guy, at the plate with stilts on, literally with stilts. He was like nine feet tall. Jim Callis, or no, um, um, uh, JJ Cooper from uh, Baseball America was there, and uh, he, he, you know, this guy, he's eight feet tall, and and he hits the ball, and they show him, he starts running, and that's first thing I thought. I'm like, that's James Wood right there. That's how that's going to be. How did he even hit the ball on stilts? That's crazy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, James Wood. Move really good. He can run. <laughs> nice. He's playing. He's playing center field. Is that? You, do you think that's where he's going to be playing when he uh, when he breaks camp? Tell you what, I think so. He's he's a really good defender. He can move. That's that's. He's an athlete. He's a complete athlete as well, man. That's yeah. that's fun. It's, it is. It's going to be very fun. Okay, so speaking of fun, so spring training, I'm sure it can get a little bit repetitive for the guys. It's a grind every day. There's workouts and all this. What kind of stuff do you do to try to keep things light to let the guys have a little bit of fun so they enjoy the day? Right. Well, yeah, that's that's one of that's one of the hardest things to do, you know, like especially with the younger kids, you know, that they they might want to go, you know, back to the hotel and, you know, chill out for a little bit. We, we're trying to, you know, interact with them. Like, you know, we're trying to, let's say we're doing running or we're doing a little competition of this or that or hitting. We're trying to get involved as a coaches, you know, that's we as a culture, coaches culture and the San Diego Padres culture for the coaches. We we trying to get involved with them as much as we can. You know, like if we run in, we're all going to run. 
you know, not obviously not everybody, but the coaches that can do some stuff, they, they will get in there. They make it fun, you know, like, okay, I'm going to compete against you. You know, you're 20 years old and, and 37. Let's see what happened now. You know, like, okay, I can't let this old man feed me right here. So, so well, I, yeah, I don't see Wellie doing any of that kind of stuff. I see no, him he he does it with a fungus. <laughs> I see him maybe with a fungus in his hand, but, um, you know, my question is this. So, do you ever get a chance or have you ever, um, you know, the, the story of like, do as I say, not as I do? Have you ever gone up to the plate and got like, okay, all right, guys, as, as a way to kind of like loosen things up, like, let me take this at back against uh, any of the pitching there in any of the simulated games. Have you ever, have you ever done that yet? <laughs> no, myself, but we have one of our coaches that had done that before, you know, uh, I will say like two years ago, we have that, you know, like, and, you know, just like, because they were, it's not like to show them whatever it was because some guys were doing this, some guys were over there. So I, I coach jump in and do some live VP, live at bats. And the players were like, Oh, we have, you know, like, Oh, he's taking some life of that. Oh, all right, pretty cool. Let's see what happens, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> and the players love that. They they love it, you know. I think I think it's it's important uh, for us to to be involved in all that stuff, you know. Like if we have some fun competition and coaches against coaches, yeah, you know, they 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 definitely enjoy that stuff. Okay, so this is reminding me a couple of years ago. I was in spring training and. Uh, <coughs> Coach Hong from South Korea, right? Yeah. He was out there and there was a Mexican song that came on and the guys were all dancing and then the coaches started dancing. But I know Coach Hong is known for bat flips. Like he's a legend in South Korea for bat flips. <laughs> Has he ever put on a demonstration of like the proper bat flip technique or anything like that? He, he actually did. He showed us how to flip the bat <laughs> because, because <laughs> one of, you know, we were, one of the, one of the instructional we were just you know posting videos. We were talking about we were going to talk about a play they were going to make the next day. So we we know we pump his video, you know, like flipping that out of nowhere. He was like, oh, "Guys, were you doing that?" You know, like the guys love that stuff. You know, we pump like five to ten homers. He was flipping bats and all that, and then you know we get, hey, you got to show the players how to do it right. You know, and all that stuff. So he's he's. He's a tremendous person, and he was fun to be around. I think now he, you know, he was he wanted to be a manager. He wanted to learn. I think he's managing now in Korea. I'm not sure yet if he's doing it or not. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if he was still with the uh, with the Padres. No, so, he, he just he he went there and, and because you know he can he wanted to learn and all that stuff. And now he's like, okay, I think I'm ready to start doing my thing in Korea. So that's why he's he's not with us. Okay, that's so, cool. Good for him. So who are some yeah, of the other, no. the other coaches there? Like, are you guys like in a, I would imagine your group with the other hitting coaches? Doug Banks, I think is, uh, he's the, he's now, he was like Elsinore was hitting coach. Now I think he's just in the complex. Yes. Uh, no, actually, I think he's going to be part of the scouting oh, okay. now because he was in the past. Like he, that's, that's what he was doing. I believe in the past. Now he get, he's back on it on that stuff. So in, um, other than that, we have a few few new guys, you know, and Fort Wayne's going to be a new guy, new hitting coach, a younger guy, and then the rest is still the same. Pat O'Sullivan is going to be in Lake Elsinore again. Nice. Johnny Matthews will be with us in El Paso. So, and then it's going to be me and Randy Gasswell. That's, that's the guy's going to be in Fort Wayne. So, you say that you work with the coach, the uh, catchers a little bit. So, do you work with them on, like, mechanics, on, on game preparation, that kind of stuff? Yes, pretty much everything, you know, like even even calling the games and all that stuff. 
not much in the spring training because you know we have our guys that they, they, they have that covered all that area but in, during the season yes you know like it's for me it's huge you know like help, helping how to call the game you know it's, it's very important but you know besides calling the game is like throwing to the base is you know transfer blocking you know all the little details you know because you know they're, they're close you know when you play double a you you close you can't get a call hey we need a catcher you know if he's ready that guy's gonna go there you know and and uh I love that part because that that supreme is a little bit from hitting, you know, those 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 days that you need like, OK, I'll be with the hitters later. So we, I have an opportunity to share different thoughts and and completely different area, you know. So with during the game, what are what are you typically like? Are you trying to pick stuff up about what the pitchers are doing and pass that along to the cat to the, the hitters or like what are you doing during the game? I mean, I would love to do that stuff, but, you know, like our hitters. These days, it's a little different. You know, they they don't know. You know, they're so young that they don't have the experience. It's like, I mean, I can see what's that guy doing. You know, maybe he's dipping pitching with his glove, maybe with his face. You know, like he's doing this or that. Some guys is like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, they they don't trust themselves enough to to make it happen. Yes, you know, that's because I mean, when when you play, I think. That will come later, you know. Obviously, when you have at least, you have to have at least five, six years on your back, you know. And like, hey, this guy's moving his glove; it's a breaking ball, yeah. you know. Or when he tied, when he tied off his hands, it's a fastball because many, many guys do that, you know. Like we're always trying to look for that stuff, but honestly, it's it's like I don't do that much during the game. I I, I mostly it's like, hey. This guy likes to go ahead with the fastball, you know, let's attack him early in the count. And then he likes to finish, you know, he wants you to chase. He, he doesn't throw the slider for try. You know, whenever somebody's coming from the pen, we have some, you know, pitches report. We try to keep it simple because, right. you know, at that moment, it's kind of hard for the hitter to start thinking, oh, he has this, he do that, you know. But at the end of the day, they're going to have to know everything. You know, when you go to the big leagues, you're going to have all that information. You have to figure it out what you're going to do with that. You know, like you pick you, you pick one one thing that you have to do at that or bad, and, and you go with that, you know. You know, someone we haven't talked about, uh, another one of those guys that's under the radar, Jorge Ona. Um, Tank, the guy, what's his nickname? It's got to be Tank, right? He's, he's, like a, a, he's like a baby bull or something like that. God, is it? What, <laughs> does he have a nickname? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, guys haven't come with nickname to him because maybe because you know he, afraid. he went to big list. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of afraid to say say much to him. And but Jorge, man, I think you know if he stay healthy, you know I think that's one of the biggest issue for him last last few years. You know, being healthy last year that was sad. You know, like he he played one one game or two games in Double A. Boom, he was done. That was that was terrible. But I think the kid, you know, wants to do it. <clears throat> he worked hard this offseason. He looks good. He looks in a great shape. But uh, if he if he can make it happen, I think it's going to help out a little bit. He's a great bat that we need right now, you know. Yeah. So I know he's not a 40 man anymore, but sometimes players need that stuff, you know, just to wake up and, you know what, I'm going to show that I can't, that I can do this, you know. I'm going to show them that I'm ready and I'm and, and there to help too. Yeah, I was surprised to to learn that he's in minor league camp. You know, after being on the forty man roster, yeah. having a, a little bit of major league service time. Um, do, do you know anything about the decision on, on why he's in minor league camp and not with the big league team? I was just like you. I was surprised. Like, wow! And I, 
I don't know what happened. I don't know if he was still hurt before they made that decision. I think that might that might what happened. That might be what happened. You know, like they probably were making their decision, and he probably was still you know doing some treatment. That yeah, might maybe, be the that might be the reason. Maybe even that it's such an accelerated spring training that they only you know kind of boiled down who gets the reps and who like who's part of the plan yeah. for this year. Kind a- of thing. Absolutely, like I need my big guys. You know, the, the twenty six man to get more reps than, you know, the five or six extra guys that will be in, in minor league camp. That's the reason why I think Hassel wasn't also chosen to be in big league camp again. Like, okay, you had your taste in the big leagues, but we need to get these guys dialed yeah. in sooner. So that's a good point. A little bit of boiling, boiling down the cream. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I agree with you. So somebody else I want to ask you about that uh, kind of popped up last year was Iribiel Angeles. Uh, I know you didn't see him in double A. He got his highest yeah. for Wayne. Uh, but man, the guy was hitting like crazy last year. Uh, have you had a chance to take a look at him this year? Yes, I mean, I saw I saw a little bit of that on the instructs. He, he will keep he continued to hit in instructs. <laughs> he didn't stop, <laughs> you know. And uh, this year he looks strong, bigger, you know, a little bigger. And and, and that guy, he's a pro. Man. He's he's a pro hitter, a pro pro person. You know, when he go to the field, he take care of his business. You know, he. He really have his goals set, you know, like he wants to play in the big leagues and he always say, I got to act like one, you know, and, and big leaguers act like, like to act like a big leaguer is showing that you're a pro, you take care of your routine, you take care of defense, you take care of running, you know, whatever, whatever is there in the, in the table for you, he's going to do it. So, you know, I think, I think it's going to be in a little surprise, you know, like it might, it might show up again. You know, I know that another one of those players that you, you didn't expect much, but you know he if he if he does that again, I think we're gonna see him you know growing a little bit on the on the system this year too. Him and, and right along with him is Brandon Venezuela as well, another guy that <coughs> came up from Lake Elsinore and just wow, who's this kid? Oh my catcher. god, he will not stop hitting. Yes, Brandon, man, he he's a good catcher. You know, uh, another another great kid. You know, this kid is 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 uh it's a tool. We have we have a. We have an option right there, you know. I think he can help us behind the play, you know. Like, like, like you, like you mentioned, right now is everything is rushing, so we couldn't have him in the big list. I, I think it's just because they need their guys. Yeah, you know, they need to see who's gonna help right away, you know. And then, uh, but, but I think he's gonna, he's gonna be there if he continues to grow as a player, as a defensive catcher. He's, 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 he's probably gonna be helping us very soon as well. So I want to step back to Angeles for a second. Um, mm-hmm. you, Everybody's good at certain things when they go to the plate. Uh, some guys have a lot of like plate coverage. Some, you know, they're really good bat to ball. Some guys are really good with pitch recognition. Uh, what do you think it is about Arubio Angeles that makes him such a good hitter? What are the things that he's particularly good at? <clears throat> yes, he's he actually, you know, he he had a really good idea to play. You know, he knows what he wants. That's one of the most impressive things, you know, off him. You know, like he knows what he wants. You know, if if a pitcher Let's say you get him out with a slider, you know, not like a chase, but, you know, good slider, maybe, you know, maybe middle way. And he pulled, he, he came around and hit a ground ball, you know, next to bat, he, he was like, okay, he, he got me with that. He might try to do that again, but I'm going to still looking for fastball, you know? And then since, you know, that guy was coming in with the fastball, he was smashing the fastball. You know, I think that's one of the biggest, the biggest uh, advances he have, you know, against against pitchers because he's he's willing to adjust right away. You know, it was it reminds me of a little bit Olivares. You know, like he was one of the most impressive guys to adjust pitch to pitch. 
not only to at bat to bat, it was just like pitch to pitch, you know. So that's that's one of his biggest thing when when he goes to play. That's a pretty mature thing to say for yeah. a guy that is was young in in single A. Yeah. Um, you don't see a lot of guys that age that have that kind of advanced um, approach and the, the recollection to be able to to understand that and turn that information around so quick. Yes, no, no, for sure. I think the baseball is growing so much right now. You know, they're, 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 they're watching whoever wants to do it for real. You know, like whoever wants to go to big leagues, they're paying attention, you know, like, and he's paying attention. He spent some time in offseason with some big leaguers. I think he did, he did spend time with, with Soto a little bit. Okay. You know, and I think, you know, whatever he has to say, it, it gets to his mind. One thing that he mentioned, it was like the way he works. You know, like he was in and out every day, grinding, you know, doing his thing, doing his routine, like day by day. I think that helped him a lot for for, for this year. Uh, how's Esturi Ruiz looking this spring? Stronger. <clears throat> he looks stronger. Man, this kid, this kid have some great tools. You know, sadly, he got hurt last year, but he came back. He made some improvements. You know, one of his biggest things was Chase Ray. He put that a little lower, which is fine. You know, that's an improvement there. Yeah. And um, this guy has some power. Yeah, I think he got some contact. He can fly <laughs> on the bases, you know, and then and, and he become a really good. He has become a really good outfielder. You know, like he's he's doing the routine plays. You know, he's he gets some games. Uh, this winter with his team, he was playing outfield, he was playing infield, but he loves to be out there, you know. Like, he he made some good plays out there that I saw. And uh, this kid is ready, he's he's a tremendous worker, you know. He played hard, he knows that he has a chance, he knows that he has to improve, you know. He knows he has to make some adjustment, and I think he's you know, he, he he's gonna be able to do it, you know. Maybe, maybe he can help us too, you never know. He's he's a really good player. And, and mature as well. What I saw of him in Lake Elsinore, he seemed like the kind of guy that was just so crazy athletic that uh, he could kind of get out of control a little bit because he could do the things that are on the very fringe. He can reach the pitch that's uh, a foot <coughs> off the plate. Uh, he can he can make the plays at the very extreme edges of his athletic ability, uh, but he needed to kind of learn how to control that and rein it in a little bit. Uh, to be under control so he wasn't making the errors. He wasn't swinging at the bad pitches, those those kinds of things. Yes, no, I mean, definitely, definitely. He, he's aware of all that stuff because he knows, like, he came back, or, you know, went bad or bad or whatever happened out there. Uh, you know, defensively, he come and, 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 and have a comment about it, like, shouldn't do that. I knew that was going to happen, but, you know, I was kind of anxious, you know, and that's not pretty normal, you know, in any baseball player, but this kid, he has a tool. He has a tool. And I don't know if he's going to be in double A again or triple A, to be honest. But I think he's going to do well and it's going to help the Padres. And in, 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 in not, not, not in the long run right now, but I think it's going to be there for them. So are they playing scrimmage games yet? Is that is that going on now in the backfields? Yeah, we have been. We have we have played some couple games. We, we actually playing against the Mariners a couple games in uh, – Today they were we were having some games, but we're playing. We've been playing like sim games against us, you know, against each other, and uh, you know, a lot of live at bats, lots, lots of those because our guys are ready. You know, we've been here a month already. Yeah. You know, with with those mini camps guys. You know, Stary was in the DR. 
he was at the complex working over there. So, you know, he's, he's ready to compete right now. All those guys are ready. They're excited for tomorrow. You know, they know it's going to be fast. You know, as soon as you start playing game, days flies. <laughs> it must have been kind of weird having the whole place to yourselves. Right. <laughs> big guys the first, whatever, couple weeks. That was super weird. And, you know, it's kind of the first time that happened. And uh, for me, it was kind of nice to, you know, to spend time with my guys. You know, like the guys that I know, they're going to be in double A, you know, like my hitters, that was kind of nice to spend some time with them. You know, we worked for a month, you know, it was like, I told them, well, guys, we work for a month, you know, you know what to do, you know what we want, you know, keep it up right now. You know, we as a coach, as a unit, we know what exactly what each guy is working on it, you know, but obviously, you know, the, the, the players, they always like to work with whoever they're going to be because, you know, that's, that's. That's human nature, I think. You know, if I'm going to be with you two, I want to work with you two guys, you know, like the, the mass I can, you know, and before you guys have to do whatever. But uh, that was kind of nice to have that time for them because normally it's like a week before we take off. So it's kind of <laughs> hard. Like, oh, God, what am I going to do with this kid? I know, you know, I got to do this and that. So it's kind of it's kind of tough sometimes. Not only that, you got to get into the, the child line a little bit earlier now with all the big league guys in, in row, right? Yes, yes. Now is <laughs> now we're helping up there. <laughs> so last year, you're catching you. Uh, you had Chandler Siegel pretty much all year. Uh, you had Juan Fernandez for a good chunk of the year. Um, who were those? The guys that were your main guys last year, or were there a couple other uh, catchers that were there? I, I don't remember all that well. No, that was those two guys, and. Um, you mentioned Chandler Siegel. Man, if that kid can just figure it out just this bit, this much as to hit he's going to be in the big leagues very soon. Sounds like he's that's a it. very good defender. That's the guy we need. He's <laughs> <laughs> a young kid, you know. He's a young kid, and you basically need, you know, younger players, younger catchers that they know what they're doing behind the play. He's one of those guys, you know. He's a really hard worker. You know, obviously, he hasn't, to be honest, he hasn't had that much opportunity to play games. You know, like, I think he's been with us four years now. He might have, like, 300 at-bats. That's not enough. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I think this year he's going to have his chance, you know, just to, to see what happened. You know, we're working hard together, really hard since day one. And still, we're still doing it, you know, still taking extra time. Like, hey, let's go. Let's go do some work. You know, he's, he's not a big league camp, but, you know, sometimes he catches a life of bats, so life BP, sorry. And uh, he stayed there and, and, and wait for me to be done and do some more work. And, and you know, I think it's, it's going to be huge if this kid trusts himself because that's all he needs. You know, sometimes it's hard, man. Hitting is yeah. tough. Catching, you know, Put it together, you know, when you worry about like, okay, I'm, win I'm winning one nothing, I want to keep that score, I want to finish that way, right. you know, in case that the game stays that way and, and it's kind of hard. But, you know, I think all it's going to come like just to slow the game down a little bit and, and let things happen, you know. It's, we're working on that stuff more, more mostly, it's a little more mentally that we're, we're doing right now, you know, stuff like that. And, and going with uh, Fernandez, he's a, another, another great catcher. You know, and uh, he's he's younger, so obviously, you know, he got the time in Double A last year. He did actually, he did well. You know, for a younger kid, this kid, you will see this kid hustling all day long. 
you know, you see him calling people, hey, let's go, let's do this, you know, and, and you love to have those guys around. You know, you need those guys for sure. He's but got a I lot of energy, gets, a lot of personality. Oh, my God. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, but I think, you know, he might, he might going to have to watch Seagull a little bit this year, you know, <laughs> but his time is going to be there. You know, he's still young. But I think it's going to be good for him to watch Seagull for, for, for a bit, you know, like playing every day there. Okay, I got one last guy to ask about. Uh, personal favorite of mine, and that's Ethan Skinner. <clears throat> uh, he was only with you for about 20 games last year, yeah. but uh, he made an impression on me when I met him at Fort Wayne. Uh, seems like just a really genuine good guy. And it's with all the knee issues that he had, it's mm -hmm. great seeing him come back and get his career kind of back on track. Yes, man. Very special kid right there. You know, a great kid. You know, he's been, he's been, his career has been tough for him. You know, his few years that he had, all those injuries. I don't think that's, that's easy for anybody, you know, you know, even at the highest level, whatever, it's always hard. But this kid, man, I like him. I like him. He's a good hitter, good defender. I think he came in a really good shape this year. He's excited to, to, to show up again what he can do. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time there in Peoria. Um, I'll be there this weekend. So if you, you know, if you're in the dugout there and you see some guy banging on the fence and turn around like, hey, 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 that'll be right. me. Don't worry, right. <laughs> And you can big league me too, dude. But I'm like, hey, no, I won't. <laughs> I won't do that. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. And uh, we hope the best of the season. And uh, just keep teaching the children well. Yes, no, I appreciate it, guys. Yes, no, it's always fun to talk to you guys. And, you know, always looking forward to, to have somebody that, that, that step off, you know, another guy that we're always thinking, you know, someone else. And that's 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 part of our, our my job, you know, our job as a coach. And it's always fun to see, to help them grow. You know, it's, it's very special. It's very special for us. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome, guys. Nice. Thank you so much, Raul. That was great. No problem. No problem. You guys be safe. Uh, absolutely. We're, we're driving out there. I'll be there uh, Saturday morning. We'll be at the okay. gates open. Awesome. Awesome. All I right, will see care. you guys then. Take care, right. guys. It was a beautiful